uh, three years, three months. It was October when I first started. Then I took a complete year off uh, during a pandemic. Wasn't allowed out of the house, more or less. Gotcha. But, uh, yes. So, um, so, so we'll say a little bit over two years with a long yep. break. Very different than other comedians, and this is one thing that distinguishes you. You have a catchphrase already after such a short time. Get the fuck out yes. of here. Now, this is very Italian, but I don't think you're Italian. I'm not. Um, I, I grew up in Bayonne, and I went to college in Staten Island. I was going to say Staten, Italy. So very Italian, four years there. So um, you just soak so, you it know, up. I, I, Exactly. So I always had, and people always thought I was Italian. So, and Italian people are cool, you know. So, you know, there's not many cool <laughs> Jewish people walking around. So, um, <laughs> so uh, you know, and, and it wasn't even to try to be Italian. It was just, it was just, I started doing stuff. And like I said, things just come into my head. Um, mm -hmm. And like, I'll, I'll take, I'll go from one bit to the next because something will pop into my head. And it kind of just, things just fall into my lap, actually. So that kind of, you know, fell into my lap. That, yeah. And then how people liked it and started set? saying it, so it kind of worked. Yeah, that's how you end every set. It's exactly. time for me to, let me hear you right. say it. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> now, that's what happened was actually, I didn't even try to do it, like people, because I would say it in my bits, and then people started saying, get the fuck out of here. And then when they started saying that, that's when I was like, you know what? I'll end it in my bed. Yeah, that's perfect. Very good. Very crafty. Okay, now, Scott, everyone at home is poised to watch this movie with us, so everyone at home has got to press play at the exact same time that we do here in the studio. That's what you're here for, Scott. So why don't you go ahead, Scott, and give us that celebrity comedian countdown. Three, two, one, go. Thank you, Celebrity Comedian Countdown. I appreciate that. I haven't listened to it, but uh, Carl, you do all the hard, heavy lifting here. Yeah. Speaking of heavy lifting. It's very
Nothing in this world these days. Ain't nothing in this world these days.
in the old days When a young man was a strong man All the people stand back when a young man walked by
Or download a podcast and you can listen on the go. San Francisco Mutiny Radio.
flat black plastic. We gotta thank Vinyl Originals for these records that are playing today. And also, the lady just up the block on Florida. If I was to say to you, hey, girl, we couldn't get much higher.
Not a five for my money. So on the weekend comes, I go get live with the honey. Rolling down the street, I saw this girl when she was pumping. I wake my eyes, she got into the ride, went to a club with jumping. Introduced myself as low, she said, you're a liar. I said, I got it going on, baby doll, and I'm a fire. Took her to the hotel, she said, you're the king. I said, be my queen, if you know what I mean, and let's do the wild thing. Don't you know? If they move too quick, oh well, I've fallen down like a 
the podcast and you can listen on the go. Listen to live streaming radio or download a podcast and you can listen on the go. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. Stop.
dann hab ich sie gesehen. Sie denkt ja nur an dich und du solltest zu ihr gehen. Oh ja, sie liebt dich, schöner kann es gar nicht sein. Ja, sie liebt dich und da solltest du dich freuen. Du hast ihr wehgetan, sie wusste nicht warum. Du warst nicht schuld daran und drehtest dich nicht um. Oh ja, sie liebt dich, schöner kann es gar nicht sein. Ja, sie liebt dich und da solltest du dich freuen. Das wird sie verstehen und dann verzeiht sie dir. Oh ja, sie liebt dich, schöner kann es gar nicht sein. Ja, sie liebt dich und da solltest du dich freuen. Sie liebt dich, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sie liebt dich, yeah, yeah, yeah.
I started when I was 13, and uh, I had saw some people smoking pot, and I bought myself a nickel bag, and I went behind my building and sat on a bench all by myself, and I smoked that bag, you know, until I finally got high. Well, I started with pot because I was curious, and at that time I was having problems with my family. I remember on one trip, I was at a party, and uh, I got very sick from, uh, from speed, from meth. And uh, I used to shoot it in my spine. I also, shoot, I also used to shoot acid in my spine. And uh, I had too much. I was building a big thing up over a week. And I got sick and uh, I tried to commit suicide. La, 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 pot, pot, give me some pot. Forget what you are, you can be what you're not. Do, do take a family cruise You with your grass, mom and dad with their booze La, 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 la I was so sensitive, you know, like every, my, my family, there was so much going on in my family, you know, every little thing bothered me. When I started using drugs, like I just didn't care, nothing bothered me, nothing hurt me, you know, I didn't feel anything. And like, I, you know, I didn't care if I lived or died, so I didn't care if I used, you know, shot dope or uh, if I took an OD or what. I was so unhappy, like I felt so unworthy, you know. From the time I was growing up, I think, like I have two older sisters, they're twins, you know. The three of us used to compete for my father's love. And I always felt like he loved them more than he loved, like he used to tell me this, you know. Like he used to say all the time, you're unworthy, you're not as good looking as your sisters, you're not this like your sisters, you know. You're never going to be anything. No one's ever going to love you. He was a rabbi, and there was a lot of pressure, you know. La, 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 pot, pot, give me some pot. Forget what you are, you can be what you're not. Tough, tough, the world is so tough. And when it gets harder, you can try all the stuff. much like I was much of anything in my whole in my whole life was looking for love somewhere and I wasn't getting it anywhere I was never happy never happy I always felt uh, on the outside actually as much as I would like to deny the fact that uh, pot was the beginning of my usage of drugs uh, I mean this there is a fact it was the beginning of my using of drugs it was the first thing I touched uh, in the drug field I was told it was innocent by everybody that surrounded me, people that I looked up to as intellectuals and uh, smart people, and uh, they told me there's nothing wrong with pot, you would never graduate from anything else. Now I can walk up the street here about a block and see these same people uh, as intellectual as I thought they were using heroin. I can't see myself ever using it again. Sitting there yakking right in my face I guess I'm gonna have to put you in your place You know, if silence was golden You couldn't raise a dime Be 
because your man is on vacation and your mouth is working overtime. You quoting figures and dropping names. You telling stories about the dames. You over laughing when things ain't funny. You're trying to sound like the big money. You know if talk was criminal, you'd lead a life of crime. Because your man is on vacation and your mouth is working overtime. Life is short, talk is cheap, don't be making promises that you can't keep. You don't like this little song I'm singing, just grinning back it. All I can say is if the shoe fits a word and you must keep talking, please try to make it rhyme. Your man is on vacation and your mouth is working. Get that wafer, baby. 
that might come over there and rub up against you.
was simple, turn it on and turn it off. Jean-Marie was complicated, like some French filmmaker's plot. Gina was the perfect lady, always kept her stalking straight. Jackie was a rich punk rocker, silver spoon and a paper plate. Transparency. Janet wrote bad poetry in a crazy kind of urgency. Tanya Turkish liked to fuck while wearing leather biker boots. Brenda Strain's obsession was for certain vegetables and fruits. San Francisco Bay, this is the Flat Black Plastic Show. We're going to hear from our friend Whoopi Goldberg. Hey, Whoopi, Hoopy, it seems like you're, you're getting too close. Are you afraid that I might come over there and rub up against you? <laughs> a lot of people are afraid of that. They see someone with a st- stiff leg and a bad hip and... Her body's a little crumbled up and they're afraid you're gonna come and touch them. And I always try to explain to them that they're not gonna wake up like this tomorrow. Tapping! takes two weeks after I've touched them. <laughs> and that seems to cool them right now. I'm getting married in two weeks to a very nice man who's a reporter. And he came to where I work because I work in an old folks home. And they put people like me in there so that the old folks don't feel so bad about dying. <laughs> it's true. And it makes perfect sense if you think about it. Because most old people go into these homes and they just think their lives are over and they start to feel sorry for themselves. And then they see someone who's physically odd like myself and they realize how blessed they are. And so they can die in peace. And so that is a wonderful job that I have. (laughs) So he came to write about the people like me who work in this home and I ended up being his guide around. And at the end of the day, we had had a nice time, he looked at me and said, hey, let's go dancing. (laughs) 
I said, uh, no, no, thank you. And he said, oh, why not? I said, because this is not a disco body. <laughs> and he said, why not? And you know, I couldn't think of an answer, so I went dancing, and you should have seen the discotheque clear out. Uh, I feel like Moses parting the Red Sea. It was so funny. But I had a great time, I danced and whip it and bite it and kick it. Uh, it was great. And then we talked, you know, on the phone did a couple of other things. And about a month or two later, we asked him to go swimming. Yeah, I laughed. I said, no, uh, you know, dancing is one thing, but swimming's a whole lot of very potatoes. He said, but why won't you go? I said, because as soon as I get in water, I tend to sink. <laughs> and he said to me, well, I, I will take you someplace where you can swim, and I certainly hope you don't think I will let you sink. And I hope to is telling the truth. So I really